Hi everyone, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. So today we're going to be talking about Only Ashes Remain, the second novel in the Market of Monster series by Rebecca Schaefer. And you know what, I said this with not even bones and I'm going to reiterate it for you. I'm so mad at myself for not reading this series sooner. <laughs> I'm joined by my 11 month old son today, Dante. He's hanging out with me while his dad sleeps uh, from working the night shift. So if you hear some goo goos and gaga, that's that's him. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that this novel was great. You know, it really did keep up the momentum of the first novel. Um, sorry. My allergies are so bad today. I have to keep rubbing my nose with this stupid tissue here. I think this novel really kind of explores more of Nita's personality and a lot of the baggage that she has. In the first novel, you really get to see that she had sort of a twisted relationship with her mother. And um, what I think is really interesting is their dynamics sort of shifts. You, We get to understand Nita's mother a little bit more and their dynamic and how it was formulated and we get to understand Nita's um, perception of her mother how it changes and it kind of grows you know they sort of her mother becomes slightly less controlling and Nita well she really asserts herself as a as a character and she kind of has to because she's kind of fallen into this dark hole and she has to dig herself out you know no one else is going to help her but herself and she finally realizes that because she's so driven by this need for revenge that's kind of blinding her um and I want to talk more about that because you know in the first novel her survivor her survival depended on her morality and her ethics shifting you know she uh, excuse me she um had to do a lot of things a lot of dark things in order to survive the market of death because that was the only way she's going to survive by fighting other monsters and becoming her own monster that was the only way she was going to survive by doing a lot of dark ethically questionable things however what I think is really interesting is you know now she's no longer part of the market yeah she's still being hunted but she's not part of the market anymore so she for the most part, she can lay low. She had a chance to enter protective custody. Um, she didn't take it again because she wants. She is driven by this need for revenge. It's really blinding her, and she makes a lot of new friends, well, frenemies in this new novel because again, she's doing a lot of morally questionable things again. Except this time she doesn't have to. You know, it is a choice she is making to embark on this darker road and this darker journey. And I think that says a lot about her character. You know, in the first novel, 
she saw the monsters for who they were. And now she really is becoming a monster. And a lot of people put that in perspective for her. You know, monsters aren't really what you see on the outside. It's what defines you on the inside. It's your actions that really make you a monster. And I really love that Diana, who's a ghoul, um, I love how Diana really points it out, you know. Diana is friends with a Kelpie. And Kelpies are pretty monstrous looking, except for the fact that, you know, it goes hand in hand with this whole eating for survival versus going out and killing people, you know. And I think that raises a really great discussion, don't you, Squirt? (laughs) Yeah. He's smiling. Aw, you want to say hi to my audience? No, this is not something you're going to suck on. This is not a pacifier. (laughs) Um, He's so cute. But... You know, she really is, she does have to learn to contend with this idea of monstrosity. And she's letting herself become a monster. She's choosing to do a lot of bad things. Granted, it's for her survival, but she's going about it in the wrong, wrong way. And that's what I liked about this novel. Um, This discussion of what makes a monster, you know, is a monster how you look or is a monster your or are you defined as a monster by your actions I love you kiddo so that's what I thought was really interesting about this novel um, that Schaefer really brings about this discussion of what it means to be a monster what it means to make a monster and do you, and you know life choices you know hunting for survival is one thing getting your food no what was wrong this is not a pacifier no <laughs> oh, i love you baby boy he's just hey you done playing with mommy's laptop? <laughs> He's just kind of looking at me like, what are you doing? Um, but anyway, I, that's what I, I really took away from this novel, you know, this discussion of monstrosity. And I think it's a really thoughtful discussion. I think it's definitely worth... Um, Reading. If I could suggest this book to anyone, I would probably suggest it to my Lit of the Gothic professor. Uh, I think this is a great novel to take apart and deconstruct because it has a lot of worthwhile discussion woven into it. As for Nita, you know, um, she really does go through a lot of growth in this novel. You know, she goes from being just a survivalist to a hunter uh and then you know she becomes a murderer you know yes it's all surrounding her own survival but when she faces 
the mirror and sees the monster that she herself is becoming, you know, she really learns to take a step back, you know, she learns to take a step back to decide her own fate, so so to speak. She learns to change the outcome of who she is. She she doesn't want to be this monster. She really doesn't want to be like her mother. But there's so much that has happened to her, so much that has happened to her family that it really just pushes her to the edge. And this darkness does blind her, you know, this this anger, this rage, this need for revenge. It really does blind her and it really does create a lot of tension. And I love Covet as well. Um, yes, Covet returns in this novel. He is a good friend to Nita. He sticks by her side, but you really get to see how he feels used and abused in this novel. Um, and again, you know, there's a really strong shift in his relationship with Nita. It's... <laughs> Hi! He's playing with the with my mic cord now. Yeah, that's another mic. <laughs> you want to talk on that mic? You want to say hello to my audiences? How about you tell me if you like the book, huh? I read, I do read to him. You know, whatever I'm reading, I do read to him. Um, it's the only time I get to read. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I did thoroughly enjoy this novel. You know, there's so much tension. There's so much growth in the <laughs> dynamics. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of growth in the dynamics and in the characterization. I honestly thought it was really well done and I cannot wait to read the third novel. I'm I'm really excited to see how this series is going to end because so far, you know, it's been so well developed. These characters are really well developed. They have a lot of gray area to them that makes them relatable. You know, there's really so much to them that makes them complex characters. And I love complex characters. I think they are the most engaging people to read about because they're more real, in my opinion. You know, nothing in, for me is ever just black and white. I think there is a lot of shades of gray. And that's why I love this novel because it really makes you think. You know, it really makes you think like, well, I mean, they're just hunting for survival. That should be okay. We do it all the time. You, you know, I think... Uh, it says a lot about humanity, this novel. I think it says so much about what makes a monster. <laughs> and that's what I... That's what I liked about it, ultimately. You know, it's so high tension. It's, it has such a great pacing to it. I just can't believe it took me this long to pick up the series. And I really wish I had picked it up sooner. I wish I had gone to the store and picked it up um on one of my bookstore trips because I think I would have been so pleased um to read this novel beforehand you know but that's life we live and we learn <laughs> this was only ashes remain by Rebecca Schaefer I go ahead and give it four stars if you want to go ahead and purchase the book I recommend purchasing it off of bookshop.org 
because a percentage of all proceeds do go to supporting local booksellers. If money's too tight, which I know for a lot of us it is, go ahead and check out the book from your local library. Uh, libraries are a great resource for the community and definitely deserve our support. And I hope you will support me by following my podcast. You can also become a supporter on Anchor, which is where I record these podcasts. There's a link to support me in the description. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And as always, happy reading. Mm-hmm.